what? Interestingly, with my first blog post, I had no fears. Nothing. It was that is very interesting. Yeah, I think um, I was living in the naive, <laughs> I guess, where I was. Yeah. No, anyone, no one's gonna have a backlash, or I wasn't even really expecting people to read it. To be honest, um, I kind of just did it because it sounded like fun. You are listening to the Spicy Chai Podcast. I'm your host, Maruk Imtiaz, and I'm on a journey to create inspiring, helpful, and meaningful content. This podcast is not going to showcase high-profile individuals spouting hollow advice like find your passion or hustle harder. Instead, my mission is to bring you the voices of people who are just a bit ahead of you, people you can relate to, and the people who will inspire you to put your own voice out there. So grab your cup of spicy chai and let's get this show started. Welcome to the Spicy Chai Podcast. Today's guest is a high-achieving corporate woman who rose up the ranks extremely quickly. She's currently in a leadership position at a very young age, and aside from managing a very stressful job, she has recently ventured into content creation. There, she writes about her dating experiences, which are very fun, we're going to dig into today. So I'm extremely excited to have her on the show. Welcome to the show, Tami. Thanks for having me here, Maruk. So to start off, what is your story? What got you started with posting blogs, I would say? Um, I think it was, you know, at that time I had settled into work. It had been about four or five years of me continuously working the nine to five. Um, and, you know, it was a time I was also hearing a lot more about blog posts and people, you know, wanting to become the next Instagram thing or the next um, medium thing. Right. So. Um, just hearing a lot of buzz around that as well. And I was like, mm, what's going on? Um, and I think the people I was surrounding myself by as well, like especially you, Maruk, um, you were talking about, you know, I aspire to do more than the nine to five, right? There's more out there. There's more outlets um, to pursue. So I um, started to hear more about, about more about that in my Facebook and again with my inner circle. So I was like, okay, let me give this a shot. It seems like a lot of fun. Um, and then that's when I started checking out, okay, how do I create my own website? What would I write about? And, um, that's when my first blog post came out. That's actually very interesting. It's what makes lots of people just start because they want to do more than their nine to five. They either want to make an impact or they want to check where their hobbies are or, you know, just something more exciting. So when you were getting started, what were some of the fears, uh, that you were facing with? Um, you know what? Interestingly, with my first blog post, I had no fears. Nothing. It was that is very interesting. Yeah, I think um, I was living in the naive, <laughs> I guess, where I was. Yeah. Asking, no, anyone, no one's gonna have a backlash, or I wasn't even really expecting people to read it. To be honest, um, I kind of just did it because it sounded like fun. Um, and you know, why don't I create my web own website? Why don't I just write write about something I like to do? Um, so I, I wasn't scared. I, I really wasn't scared. I just, you know, I was thinking about, you know, what I want to write about, how I would articulate it, um, what are the photos I put on. And it was, it was really fun for me. Every morning, my commute to work, I'd be thinking about that. My walk through the path to work, I was thinking about what photo I want, um, you know, how would I bold my, my content. Um, and uh, it was, yeah, like, it, like, yeah, how would I format everything? Um, it was 
that's really what I was thinking about. I wasn't thinking about, you know, the aftermath of me posting it, what type of feedback or what would happen next. That's very interesting because a lot of people, that's what kind of stops them from even starting because they're so scared of what people will think. But I like what you said there. It's if you kind of have this attitude of let's just have fun. Nobody might even read it. I'm going to do this for myself. At least it gets you started. So I really like that. And do you think you still you have do you have fears today or do you think that attitude carries? Um, I now I have fears. <laughs> um, Talk so, through that a bit. Why why is that? Yeah, so I think after my first post, that naive bubble just kind of just burst. Where you know you you post it everywhere. You say on Instagram, on Facebook, I have this new blog. You know, everybody yeah. go. And then you start seeing the likes come in, right? So then you start measuring, okay, not according to myself, but according to other people, if they liked it or not, right? So like you have the likes, you have the loves, you have the comments. Um, And then, and then, you know, you have people who are like, I don't know if I remember one, I think you remember as well, where um, one person, they didn't necessarily vibe with the content of what I was writing about. And I was really upset. I was thinking, you know, (laughs) I obviously took it personally at the time. They didn't know what I was signing up for here. Right. Um, Especially because you were writing for fun, right? It's just like you were like, well, I'm just writing here for fun. If you don't want to read it, don't read it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. um, You know, it was their opinion. They're entitled to it. I shared it on social media. They're they're more than welcome to provide comments on that too, right? I'm the one who exposed it, right? So um, I should be able to deal with the comments as well. And again, I didn't know all of this was going to come either, right? When I when I published, so um, uh, yeah. So when they commented, I was like, "Oh, someone didn't like something I wrote." Right now, I'm really upset. Like, should I adjust? Um, you know, should I, should I, yeah, should I tailor my content to what other people want me to write about? Um, and you know, if I publish something else, will someone else be upset? So all those fears started after um, I published my first uh, blog. Right. And it wasn't a hate comment. It was just someone giving their opinion on what they didn't like. Could you just expand a bit on like what was the comment just so that we could just uh, tap into that a little bit? Yeah. So um, <laughs> I remember it all too well. Uh, <laughs> first, first bad comment. Yes, we all do. Trust me. <laughs> um, it was, it was on, uh, so I published a, a blog post on um, top five things uh, women want in a man. Um, yes. and of course, you know, like you, you can't publish something like that without someone saying something, right. Of course. Um, you're going to have opinions on it yeah. naturally. Um, so, so anyway, that was, that was, one and, of I, and I remember you said stuff like facial hair, like it was very like controversial stuff. It wasn't just a nice personality. Like, yeah. No, be emotional. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, no. I remember. I'm just adding more context to it. <laughs> Get away from me. Um, so yeah, (laughs) I wasn't thinking about anyone saying anything after I posted it. So, um, uh, yeah, so that individual like, wasn't, wasn't so hot about, you know, me saying, you know, it's my role to be the emotional one. I can't have you be the emotional one type of thing like that. My, my, my partner, my male partner. Right. So you said like one of the qualities in the top five men is that you don't want them to be emotional correct because that was just one of your opinion you took a comedy side to this and sorry i'm just adding more context yeah continue yes exactly um and uh so so yeah so i mean i she was 
naturally of the mind where, um, you know, no males should also be able to cry if they want. They can be sensitive if they want. Um, they can be again angry sad they can do whatever they want they shouldn't be restricted uh, just because uh, the female is supposed to be play the more emotional role Mm -hmm. Uh, so so yeah so and and that's a that's a fair comment I just felt like it was the tone that it came with right it wasn't what they said that irked you it's the way they said it yeah yeah and uh, yes for sure agree Um, and I think Nonetheless, though, I still was like, there was a certain level of unpreparedness. Again, like with content creation, you have to come to a certain type of maturity, right? Um, where people are just going to say it's their opinion, right? Whether they say it well, or they're completely off, off the chain, like they're, they're not making any sense. Like you have to still take it, you have to still put it in its place, right? That this is right. someone's opinion and it shouldn't waver what I want to do and where I want to take it, right? Right. Um, so, so at that time, I still, even if she said it really well, um, even if she delivered it with the right tone, I think right. I would still um, feel a certain type of way. I'd feel sad. Um, I'd feel that, you know, maybe I'm not doing the right thing. Um, or maybe my perspective isn't the right perspective. I can see that. Yeah. It's funny because so many people talk about the hate comments, you know, and obviously those, we always say like, just ignore them. Those people are really hurt. But people don't talk enough about those comments where, genuinely people just have different perspectives than you and how that could also not feel that great like you know i mean as much as you i like what you said about maturity there is certain kind of maturity that comes with content creation because you have to become okay with someone saying hey i don't agree with your perspective uh it's nothing wrong with it they're not hating on you they're not saying bad things they're just saying hey you wrote this and i don't agree with it exactly so how would you say if when someone's starting how do they get to that maturity if you were to break it down yeah. Um, so yeah, I I, I I would say you know one of one of the easiest answers for me is just kind of keep going with it, right? right. Just keep posting, keep posting, keep posting, and eventually you're gonna start seeing the trends. You're gonna become more competent in yourself for sure. Um, but I'd say even before that, though, um, start like just thinking about what's motivating you to do this, right? Like. If I was more sure of myself saying, I'm doing doing that, I'm just doing this because it's fun, right? Yeah. I'm doing it for myself. Um, I'm doing this like worst case scenario. I'm just going to have like a thousand blog posts for me to read back 50, 50 years later and think, oh, right. you know, what? I'm so funny, right? Like or, a scrapbook. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, with what was motivating me at the time, um, it, if I kind of, if I kind of just kept telling me that, telling myself that every single time, um, I think I would have adjusted to the feedback a lot better, right? Um, I would have been a lot less intimidated and scared to uh, to make subsequent posts. It would have been a lot more easier for me. Um, again, if I predefined my motivation behind posting in the first place. I really love that. It's almost like the the buzzword for that right now is the why. Know your why for starting, um, and it's actually like everyone says like write it down somewhere so you can actually go back to it something i do i have i think i've sent it to you as well uh you know it's just write down your why send it to people that you really trust uh and you believe that they're safe and that way when you're going through this rut or just going through a bad comment or anything like that they kind of remind you and what your why is for starting and it's the same thing 
the other thing that I really liked about what you said there is it's important to have your why, but it's also important to just kind of keep posting, not for the sake of this might become something, especially when you're starting. Like, you know, um, I feel a lot of people today, they start because, oh, this is going to make me famous or I'm going to go viral or I'm going to have this like side hustle that's going to make me a million dollars. The problem with that is when you have that kind of intention, you don't do the right things. Right. right. So like I think Brene Brown says nobody who got famous got famous because they wanted to be famous. Right. They they did it because they were constantly serving others. And it's one of those things when you want to serving others, you're going to become better. You're going to have more quality in your content. Um, you're going to want to serve. But if you're going after the fame, the viral video, um, the money, that's going to show. Right. And that's where you kind of stop. So I um, definitely, definitely really like those pieces. So throughout, like when you posted the blogs and when the comments started coming in, I bet people started talking to you about it as well. What would you say is some of the good advice you got? And what would you say some of the bad advice you got? Yeah. Um, good advice was people giving me ideas. I kind of really like that, right? Oh, right. wow. About this why don't you post about that right um and uh that was really exciting yeah don't you love it when that happens when people just be like hey i saw you doing this why don't you do it and it's like you're you don't even think about all the content ideas people are just giving it to you i love that yeah exactly and and it's it's nice to feel people excited for you right um and uh that was really special to me so i i remember that during during my content creation days um that you know like yeah it's people being excited for you um, was a really special feeling for sure. Um, and then in terms of the not so great advice, um, I don't know, like, uh, to be honest, I don't, I don't, nothing is coming to my mind right now in terms of, um, people who are being discouraging about it or, um, you know, telling me to, uh, you know, deviate for some deviate from something that I was less passionate about. Um, uh, oh, actually, um, one person I was again, like, it kind of goes back to what I was mentioning before about how, you know, people I was associating, associating at the time uh, were really into content creation. Um, and so you were one of them, but then also someone I was riding the go train with um, during my morning commute, uh, that individual was all about content creation. So one hour every morning and sometimes in the afternoon too, all he'd talk about is like the new app he's creating or like the new right. blog, right? And so one of the good feedback that I got from him was, um, you know, different domains I can start posting on, right? And that was the first time I heard of Medium. I never heard mm. of Medium before. Um, and he said, you know what, this is a great place. Like, look how easy it is to write your blogs um, uh, and, you know, people can access it. So uh, that was that was some really good and helpful feedback I got. Um, but yeah, going back to the not so great, honestly, nothing, nothing in particular is coming to my mind. Uh, right. right. Um, and that's fair. Like um, a lot of times especially when we've just like started off and done something. And if we don't have a lot of content creators around us, uh, unless we intentionally go and ask for feedback, not a lot of people would give you like some bad advice. I feel like there's discouraging advice, um, but I wouldn't say bad um, because personally, like if, if I were to answer that question for me, because I've done this 
uh, for quite a bit now. And I've very intensely surrounded myself with a lot of content creators. Uh, you know, I've literally gone out and found them on the internet. Uh, for me, it's, it's one of the bad advices is niche down right away. And I think that's bad advice because in the beginning, you're finding your voice, you know, you're finding who you speak to, what your message is. And if when and it's like when people say niche down, it puts this undue pressure on you because you're like, oh, shoot, now I have to figure out what my niche is um, for people in, listening in the U.S. niche. Like, you know what, what my niche is like, you know, it's um, it, it makes it very difficult because, again, it's putting in all these layers before you start. But I truly believe when you start, just start talking, start right. giving out your message, just start writing your stories. And then eventually you will notice a trend. Like you mentioned earlier, you're going to notice a trend. You're going to notice some points and you're like, oh, I like talking about this, but I don't like talking about that. Um, so, I mean, for example, I'm very passionate about cricket. Uh, I think everyone around me knows that. Uh, I think about cricket all the time. But if you were to tell me to start a blog post on cricket today, I don't know how I'd feel about that. Like not so great, not so great. You know, it's like, okay, I love cricket, but I don't know if I want to start a blog post on that. But imagine people telling me to niche down because it's my passion. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's something that I consider bad advice. I mean, maybe in a few years, I might not think that it is. Maybe people were right, but we'll know. We'll know pretty soon. But uh, um, that you mentioned that sometimes, you know, constructive feedback only comes solicited. And again, because I was still so new, <laughs> I didn't want to hear constructive feedback. So no <laughs> one feedback. And it's something that I really admire in what you do. Um, you know, every time you 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 post something new, whether it be a video, a picture, um, or a, a blog post, um, you say, you know, I, I usually always come back and say, "Man, that was great. That was awesome." And you're like, "Thank you, thank you, thank you." But like please also follow up with some like constructive feedback. Like what could I have done better? Hola, this is Background Maruk. And now we will be ending this episode. So if you want to hear more about feedback and constructive feedback and my conversation with Utami around that, go to episode 12, which is part two of the series. I appreciate you listening. I love you. Bye. Hey, you. Thanks for listening to Spicy Chai. I really appreciate it. And to make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the podcast, The Obvious. And if you want to learn more, head over to marukimtiaz.com. And until next time, my friend, hit the record button or, you know, the publish. Lots of love from your favorite. You got this beautiful. Beautiful.